Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Power City Podcast. In this episode, I'm reunited with my good friend, John Plumley. In this podcast, we talk about motivation, mindset, positivity, patterns of behavior, and much, much more. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it. Positivity. John, uh, it's good to reconnect with you again and have you on the podcast. Yeah, great to be back. It wasn't too long ago that we did our first podcast together, but honestly, feels like a fair, fair bit ago. <laughs> Yeah, it does. It does feel like some time ago. I think I, uh, my my uh, country was uh, in lock, full lockdown. I think, right. Last recorded. Yeah, COVID was still a bit more fresh, whereas now it's really the normal, right? Life mm. kind of feels more normal. It does for me. Do you feel that way? Mm. Like things kind of feel more normal, even though they're different. Yeah, it's kind of like a new kind of normal, isn't it? I for sure. I think I, I remember going to supermarkets and being the only person with a mask on. Yeah, and then they brought the restrictions in place, and it's like mm-hmm. it's kind of just out of the way it is now, isn't it? It's just like, well, you know, okay, this is life now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is definitely a new normal, and even just going to the store in general, I felt concerned about it. Mm. Like on some level, I was a little fearful. When I look back, like during when COVID first started and stuff i i was telling myself oh i'm not fearful like it's okay i i have faith the world isn't ending but when i look back now like six months ago i definitely had a certain level of fear you know what i mean like when i was at the store and stuff i didn't feel totally comfortable whereas now man maybe it's the masks maybe it's that people i i think are you know washing their hands more or something like that but i think on some levels just just get get used to it and you 
uh, that fear's kind of gone away and I feel more comfortable being out and about now. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I remember, you know, going through lots of anxiety, you know, many kind of, mm-hmm. se- you know, sensations of like anxiety, like waves of anxiety, you know, just, and, and then part of me was like, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm okay. You know, I'm in a, I'm in a supermarket. What, you know, what's the worst that's going to happen? And yeah. you know, your mind starts racing because of, you know, the media and other mm-hmm. people, you know, when I was going to supermarkets, they look scared. So then you start exactly. to feel scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, whereas now I think there's a lot more boundaries, a lot more kind of restrictions in place, you know, safety measures. There's hand sanitizer in pretty much every place now. Yeah. Um, that kind of like, gives me anxiety now. There's almost like yeah. over sanitization is starting to be what I fear more. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind yeah, of it's... transitioned into that now, but to the one extreme to another yeah exactly yeah but um but no i totally agree and i just think you know we adapt as people and Mm -hmm. you know that's kind of you know the way we work but um as as well like before we started this we're talking about you know the topics we're going to talk about and you mentioned about like podcasting Mm -hmm. and kind of piecing it together and this kind of thing yeah yes (laughs) um even more than just podcasting like I've just been thinking a lot about in general, like um, just all the varying interests and ideas that I have and that, you know, there's many things that I want to create beyond just podcasting. And even with podcasting, I want to sort of, uh, I guess, integrate that with video and just content in general, just a whole wide range. And I just feel this deep need to create varying things and every once in a while, like you, you'll get caught up in your routine with life, right? Like during COVID and stuff like we were just mentioning, you're, you always have some certain routine, something that you're focused on in the day to day. But then every once in a while, I'll have these moments where maybe it's like a quiet morning and I'm drinking coffee and reading books. And then I'll just have this flood of ideas come over me again. And it's like, I'm all of a sudden reminded of all the varying interests that I have and all the different things I want to create, the different things I want to do. And then you're almost like rediscovering your ideas, right? Because I find so many times I'll get a different idea of something to do, something to create. And then I kind of put it on the back burner, right? I put it in my memory and say, okay, I'll do that in the future. And then again, you get into that routine, you're you're focused on whatever the matter of the day is, right? It's like washing your hands and going to the supermarket, you know, whatever like the focus is going to work, doing the day-to-day stuff. And then you'll be reminded someday of, of all the creative ideas you had and you're like, oh, okay. And then I guess it's always a, for me, figuring out how to integrate those ideas into your life instead of keep, um, instead of uh, keeping to just, put those ideas back again like they come out you think about them you get excited you're like oh yeah I can make films I can make a movie in the future I could write a book in the future I could do podcasts in this way I could do it in that way right all these different ideas you're like okay I'll do that you know maybe next year I'll do that in the summer and you keep putting them back and putting them back so for me it's about right now discovering how I can just start to incorporate those creative ideas and start making a little bit of progress on them because that's, I think what matters is to start acting on them little by little 
day after day kind of thing. So I'd like to hear your thoughts on that as well. Yeah, no, I, um, I can totally relate to what you just said. And I agree. And I think, um, you know, like doing what we're doing, because I mean, you've got your podcast as well. And when you're, you know, creating content, sometimes you get, like you said, different thoughts and ideas. And they come to random times as well, like in in different Mm -hmm. places, you know, thoughts and ideas. And I had one like last night at like 10 to 12. I was like, you know, what, (laughs) why why now? I'm just, you know, and and today I forgot about it. You know, it kind of came to Mm -hmm. me later on in the day, but like you said, you know, we kind of have to kind of take our ideas and the things that we're thinking about and try and, for me, put them in front of us or write them down. I have a way mm-hmm. where we can kind of structure them. Because, I mean, I've done it, like you said, where I think about it and then it goes. Mm-hmm. And then it might come back in a week or two or it might not. Mm-hmm. And it, is, it can be difficult when you're in that routine or in that kind of way where, because you know our minds are processing processing so many different things you know we've got all our ideas about podcasting and everything else and then we've got Mm -hmm. our lives as well um and it's you know sometimes trying to trying to compact that in our day isn't it and trying to bring Mm -hmm. that forward um but i think i think the more we do something if we take like an idea about i don't know making a clip or making um piece of content Mm-hmm. I, I feel if you just do that one bit, it's just kind of the, the momentum picks up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then that can carry through to probably doing something else. But I find if I don't then do something else, it kind of slipped back a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's all different. That That's where um, all these different angles comes in, right? And it, it is like that, right? It's like there's a billion different ways to do things. And even just day by day, there's a billion different directions you can take your day. And I think one of the hardest things, hard in a weird sense, right? It's not like, I don't know, once you start actively working on a creative idea, it's easy. It's not hard. Like to me, what's really hard is like doing something you're forced to do that's totally, you're not interested in, right? Like there's hard things in life in that sense, but in another sense, it does seem difficult to like integrate into your life those creative ideas and to act on them. And then once you do act on some, to not let that slip away and to not lose that momentum and to have that balance of doing things like making money, paying the bills, um, mm. going to the gym, having like routine that's necessary in life. And then also, working on those long-term creative ideas that that thing inside you that you were like Mm. meant to create i think everyone has many of those different things maybe some more than others but everyone has that sort of like inner genius or however you want to describe it or look at it and so many times again you can go on either side too i think there's people that go like overboard just focusing on like those creative ideas and then they neglect other areas of life right financially Mm. they're they're screwed or they're in debt or they just or they don't have a family life or social life and then also there's what i think is most common is the people that just have the the mundane focuses and the mundane routines locked down but then totally kill all their creative ideas and don't focus on those at all and again Mm. it's just trying to find that balance and i 
believe it's very difficult to do that. Although it seems easy on the surface, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I, I think like, you know, as people we're, we're, we have our habits, we have our routines. And I think when we're doing something new it's difficult because it's kind of out of our routine. Mm-hmm. And especially if it, if it involves, I don't know, doing something that causes discomfort, you know, if you, I don't know, if you go into the gym, at a, yeah. this is, you know, for, for me, my challenge personally is getting up at like, I'll say get up at five o'clock or six o'clock in the morning. Because mm-hmm. I, I used to go CrossFit in the daytime and I went at like six o'clock in the morning once. I felt terrible. I felt terrible. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, my body was like, why am I doing this? You know, mm-hmm. your mind's telling you not to do it before you've even done it. Yeah. And I think that that's sometimes what we come up against is we come up against, um, I think our comfort zones, you know, our routine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think over time, there is it like, is it, they say three weeks to develop a new habit. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of, you come in the flow of it. But I think right. it's just get pushing through those kind of, you know comfort zones and kind of stepping out of that normal routine isn't it and Mm -hmm. trying to keep that keep that going definitely uh yeah now now what what about you know just embracing your creativity right like Mm. is that is that like do you think that's stepping out of your comfort zone because in in many ways like when i look at again, those creative ideas that I have that are like deep within me, I feel like those come from childhood in my case. Like I really, when I connect with a creative idea, whether it be like maybe I'm reminded of it through a dream or just an idea late at night or something comes to me, in a lot of ways, I feel like that's connecting with a childhood dream or goal or idea that I had. Like I feel like that's where those creative ideas stem from in me at least. And so to like live out those, those dreams and start creating those things, whatever it is, Mm. um, that seems like it's, it'd be, uh, I I don't know. Right. It's, it's interesting because, uh, uh, just in terms of comfort and discomfort, right? Like it's, it's hard to pinpoint. Is it more comfortable living a traditional life, going to work and stuff like that? but you're kind of crushing your deep dreams or is it more comfortable once you do start to live out those, those dreams. Right. But then you have to kind of say no to certain things society wants you to do, which can cause a lot of discomfort. So it's a weird dichotomy in my mind and I can't really come to terms with it or understand it fully. Yeah. I see what you mean (laughs) because yeah. No, I'm just I'm just going to reflect on what you said because okay. you know what you said is you know you want you know to embrace whatever is going on you know within yourself mm-hmm. or our, ourselves as people yeah and I don't know like say if you wanted to be like for example like a pilot mm-hmm. and inside you know you want to be a pilot and you embracing this and you know enrolling on that course and, and you know like you said alongside everything that kind of society's kind of taught us and all parents or you know growing up mm-hmm. but inside we've got that kind of thing within us like you know where you're like kind of i think probably from what i'm from what i see is like you know stepping into that you know kind of submerging yourself into that into yeah. that 
Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> and with that comes a lot of comfort and a lot of discomfort, right? Cause it can be comforting knowing like I'm working on that thing that I feel deep inside I need to do, but then there's discomfort because I, I, for some reason, right? Like society and our cultures kind of do a really bad job of encouraging ourselves to live out our true dreams and desires. And whenever a person does that, you feel like you're, you've hit a wall of discomfort and people are encouraging you almost to not pursue your dreams, which is funny because people will say, go after your dreams and reach your fullest potential. But then you start to act on certain things and people might start calling you crazy or a dreamer or, mm. you know, that's not in reality. We all have to go to our nine to five jobs and don't stray too far out. Like you're going to be a mm. crazy person if you do that. And that brings a horrible level of discomfort. One that is sometimes unbearable. Yeah. 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 No, I, I get what you mean. I like, I think that, it's people's life scripts that, you know, everyone's kind of got their own their own life script. You you heard that mm. term, right? People's life scripts, and for sure, people will say to you, "Oh, you know, um, why don't you get a job, or why don't you get a job and do this?" And and the thing is, half the time, people are being kind of told that by their parents and their parents' exactly. script, and that gets kind of put down onto us. So we kind of absorb a lot of that. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think as well when like when I've done jobs in the past, I kind of, I've been doing like, I've worked in bars, things like that, hotels. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, I enjoyed it. But yeah. I kind of hit a point where I I felt guilty for being there at the job because I knew deep down I wanted to be doing X, Y, Z. Or, right. or I was still trying to figure out what that X, Y, Z was, but I knew I was worth more than what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with doing those jobs by the way. Yeah. But, but when you kind of know that it isn't for you deep down and you're looking for something else, it, it can be difficult. But yeah, and that, that's where I think you need to find that balance. And that, because like you said, I, you know, I've worked at a hotel as well and I really enjoyed the job, but then I really disliked it in other ways as well. And even looking back, like every job that I've had, I have fond memories of it. And I I enjoyed the comfort that it provided me, you know, Mm. every job I had had an extreme degree of discomfort though, for sure, especially when starting out. But looking back, I I did feel very comfortable during those times when I was really involved in a job for quite some time and things were going well in that regard. And financially, everything was secure in my life. Those are some of my, my best times, right? My most secure Mm. and comfortable times. And I I enjoy that aspect of life. I really enjoy having that routine where it's certainty, right? You know, put in X amount of time, get X amount of dollars, and then have X level of comfort, right? You know what you're capable of. Like I can eat this type of food that I can afford, live in this type of place, do these types of activities, gives you that baseline comfort, right? So and that's all good, I think, especially when you're young, like you and I, and just sort of starting out in life, really, in the grand mm. scheme of things. Mm. But it's to combine that, I believe, with most definitely is to combine that with like also pursuing creative pursuits and you're living out your life script kind of thing. And I really believe that that balance is possible. And I think mm. as 
day goes by day after day in my life, I'm starting to see that become a reality and it is very encouraging. And so what's, what's your thoughts on balance and like, you know, maybe just in your own life right now um, yeah. and just in general? Yeah, no, it's a good question. I, um, I think, I think with lot, you know, my, my current situation at the minute and how, where I'm at is, you know, I, I kind of do need that balance and I think that's mm. important. And I think, you know, with when you was talking about like discomfort and having that kind of comfort, um, you know, I like to feel comfortable, you know, I like to chill out. I like to, you yeah. know, we all kind of, you need that downtime just to mm-hmm. wind down, have that comfort. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, I, I kind of sometimes would feel guilty for having that comfort because I'm like, yeah. I should be doing this and not watching TV. Or mm-hmm. am I going to lose, you know, almost kind of fearing it sometimes. Am I going to lose momentum if I do this and watch this program for half an hour? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but like we have to give ourselves a break because I think if we don't do that, when then we just burn out. Yeah. We need that kind of bit of time at the weekend or whenever we're free to just to kind of like do whatever it is that we like to do, you know, recreational wise or whatever. Um, sure. But, but yeah, I, I kind of need that routine and I like, I'm one of those people who like to be busy. I like to be doing, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I mean, I'm, I'm currently unemployed at the minute other than other side than doing my podcast and everyone else. Mm-hmm. So for me, you know, I'm, I'm looking for jobs and the podcast, I'm, I'm doing other things, but, but um, to have that routine, I find it important to have that kind of some kind of schedule as yeah. well um, is important. It kind of keeps you a bit focused. It keeps you focused because you know that you've got things to do. Um, and, and, mm. and it's just, you know, trying to give ourselves a bit of a little break sometimes. Yeah. Because I think, I think like, a bit like the weekend just gone, I was on PlayStation with friends for a short a bit, a bit of time. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have that kind of time to myself to do that thing, I'm not effective mm-hmm. thing, you know, the week ahead. It gives you that kind of boost I find. Um, but, but like with discomfort, I think, you know, as, as a person, we grow through discomfort and I think we're kind of wired to have comfort, you know, we're wired mm-hmm. to, you know, in our minds to seek comfort, run away from uh, what, you know, danger. Right. And that's where it kind of like comes from for the most part. And, mm-hmm. um, but, but through discomfort and uncomfortable times, it's how you kind of grow. That's how I find. I think, you know, we you must have felt that through podcasting and doing these kind of things. Sure, yeah. First, the first however many you do, you know, you, you've worried about it and you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then after X amount of time, you you don't feel so, so uncomfortable. That makes sense. Well, it totally makes sense. And, and there's different things, like different uh, thoughts and different... Uh, I guess, ways of approaching things that help me to actually feel comfortable. You, you said this in our first podcast, comfortable in, in the uncomfortable, right? And so yeah. there's definitely like ways of approaching things that help with that. And, you know, comfort doesn't always, I think when we say comfort, people just like assume sitting on the couch watching TV and yeah, that's comfortable, but there's like, there's more to comfort than just that you can feel very comfortable doing something that's uncomfortable and and it's all perspectives too right like it's it's interesting like whenever you listen to you can listen to podcasts of navy seals or people who have done these insane 
things in, in wartime and stuff like that. And obviously on some level, they felt pretty comfortable in those situations because if they didn't, they just wouldn't have been able to perform, right? And through repetition, through preparation, uh, practice, they, they've gotten to this point where they feel fairly comfortable in those chaotic and discomforting situations. So there's definitely mm. processes that we can do to help with that. And I guess, yeah, that's, that's like the ultimate goal is to, is to develop, I guess, ourselves into the types of people that just feel comfortable doing things that are a bit uncomfortable because that will allow us, I guess, to live out those dreams and to do what we want to do. Right. Because what stops us a lot of the time is either doubts from other people, doubts from ourselves, or just, I don't want to do this because I'm feeling discomfort, right? And I'm just mm. going to choose to not do this. Like with a job, you can feel very comfortable with the nine to five to the point where you just don't do anything else, right? You have no, you don't start a podcast, even though you want to, right? You don't do anything else because you have such comfort and security in your job that you almost start lying to yourself and saying that this is good enough. I'm happy with where I am, right? That's to me, the big issue with comfort. It's not like, oh, if you sit on the couch and watch TV and be comfortable, that's bad. It's like, no, that's pretty good if you do that in moderation. But I think the biggest danger of comfort is when your level of comfort always stays the same, right? Mm. And you avoid, you avoid discomfort, which causes you to avoid growth and causes you to avoid um, just progression as a human being. And uh I mean, another sort of side tangent there, right? But I think there's yeah. some, definitely something interesting there too. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. And I find that with that, like this comfort as well, you know, um, we, I, I think it's, I think it's totally important to do that because you're, you're embracing the unknown, you're stepping into the unknown. Yeah. I think a lot of us as human beings fear the unknown, what might happen. And this can like come from, you know, past situations that, you know, I've had a bad situation where something didn't work out, mm -hmm. you know, oh, should I do that again? Because X, Y, Z might happen again, or people are going to think this of me. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, the situations that have happened in our past have a lot to say how we sometimes live out, you know, our lives and the things that we've taken from those situations. I mean, I, I, I had that with podcasting. I didn't, I didn't do a podcast for two years. Yeah. I was worried about what people are going to think. Mm -hmm. I didn't, yeah. So I had lots of you know irrational, limiting beliefs. Definitely, yeah. And then and then when I did it, it was just a bit like, oh, this is cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> what mm -hmm. was I worrying about? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that yeah, that's oh, important. Totally. Yeah. And people need to just, I say to people, just try things out. Just just yeah. try things out. Like you know, yeah. what's the worst that can happen? Okay, it doesn't work out. That's so Not, true. But but a lot of the time we fear things not working out or that we don't want to disappear, disappoint certain people mm -hmm. because, you know, I, I've tried different things out, different jobs and things like that. And I'm sure you have, and yeah. you gain experience from it. You gain yeah. experience from it. And, and mm -hmm. people who I feel, I feel sorry for people who are kind of stuck in that place because, you know, they're, they're worried about what people are going to think or whatever it's, and it, you know, just, just try it out. And, see what happens because you just don't know until you try 
yeah. and, and that, that's far better than having the regret of not doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And now I want to bring this, I totally agree with that. So you got to like continue to try new things, to do new things, to embrace some level of, of discomfort and stretching yourself, stretching your abilities. Now let's bring that kind of circle back to what we were talking about, like with having a balance in life. Mm. Right. So, you know, there's, there's, I, I've always kind of believed that we can position ourselves in an optimal way in life, right? Like you read books and there's tons of podcasts and people, coaches and mentors, like tons of advice you can get on how to live an optimal life, how to balance different things, how to have an optimal morning routine, how many times a week you should go to the gym, what kind of foods you can eat. There's so much knowledge on how to optimize your life. And so much help you can really get. That's funny too, right? Is you see maybe like people in life and you can just t- see them on the street. You can tell like, oh, there's a bunch of areas of their life they're not good in, they're struggling. And it's it's kind of ironic because all, all you have to do is start asking people, asking the mm. world to be very broad, right? But you just got to go out there and say, hey guys, like I'm struggling in life. Can you help me? And people are going to guide you along the way. Even if it's not an in-person connection, if you just go to library, and think I have this specific problem, I need to find a book that'll address this issue. And it's like, you're going out there asking for help and receiving it, even though it's just you and a book, right? But there's always like an answer out there. So, um, but, but then that is totally true. But then there's also this fact that, and when I was like kind of in high school, I was very naive. Once I did start to realize that there is an answer to everything in a sense, and I realized, okay, I would write out like the perfect weekly routine for myself, right? The perfect routine, all the things that I ought to be doing when I should go to the gym, what I should eat, what I should do, when I should do computer work, when I should have a job, I'd write this all out. And I would always notice like, how come I'm not doing everything on my list? Like, yeah, it's stretching me a little bit. Like, yeah, it's quite a bit, but it's all within my capabilities to do it. I wasn't like just telling myself to do something crazy that I had no way of doing. It was like, yeah, the gym's down the street for me. I can afford to get a membership. I can go and do that, but yet I'm not. It's like, yeah, I I have a kitchen. I have a fridge. Like I can cook the right food. I have a bed, all these things. Like I have the internet and a computer. All this stuff is within my means to do. But often I would find I was only maybe doing like anywhere from like 10% of it to like 90%, but still I was never fully like just doing all the things that I was realizing I should be doing. So that taught me that, yeah, you can know all the right things to do, but you have to contend with yourself. Like you're, Mm -hmm. you're a human being and you can't just have your brain be like this, um, this dictator and just say like, do this, do that, do this. Like you think it would work that way, right? You think you just tell your body to like go to the gym or go do this thing, but there's something inside you that like rebels against yourself. And there's just this whole dichotomy of like, and then you almost feel like there's multiple people within you in a way. Yeah. Right. So that that's just the aspect to it as well. Right. Yeah. No, that's a good, it's a good, you know, it's a good aspect of what you said, and it is is definitely true. And I think we kind of 
what you what you said going back to making a list is like you know i i do the yeah. same i've got like heaps of paper here with like notes mm-hmm. on um and i think as well like we write it down the things that we need to do in our day or things to do in general and i think sometimes like you said we don't do it and mm-hmm. it makes you wonder like why we don't do it and to question yeah. that um you know why aren't i doing this even like you said even though the gym might be down the road and things mm-hmm. like this like i i think we get can we can get distracted we can get caught up in you know our thoughts are racing you know so fast um i think you know, this is like faster than the speed of light or something crazy like that yeah. so <laughs> yeah so if you get like a thought that says oh, i'm not going to do it i can't be bothered mm-hmm. and you listen to that sometimes it you know it sometimes we're not aware of it and then we just kind of subconsciously kind of drift through the day right like you said before you know you, you need to do four or five things on the list mm-hmm. but but i agree with you and i think like we can kind of come up against parts of ourselves, and it does like feel it, it's almost like you said different people within ourselves. yeah um and i think i think from what you know as a person i think it's because we like comfort mm-hmm. we are so kind of ingrained in our routine sometimes um or you know certain beliefs about ourselves prevent us from doing those things for whatever yeah. reason yeah I've, I've seen it when i've seen certain jobs and i'm looking through um, mm-hmm. and part of me some might think i'm not going to apply for that but that's probably because somewhere I might feel like I'm not good enough for that job. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's come from, you know, some place that is my doing well. I need to, you know, change that narrative. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes that, that's what kind of comes down to it. Right. But it's a very interesting angle to what you're talking about. Yeah. It's super, huh, it's super interesting, man. I think about it a lot. And I think, I guess, just becoming self aware of that is a good step in sort of fixing that. But then also, like you said, like there's so many different thoughts going on at the same time, but also so much information coming in. Like, so using the gym as an example, you can figure out what on paper looks like the perfect routine for you. And you're like, okay, I'm going to achieve the goals that I want. And then maybe you pick up a book and it just flips everything that you learned about going to the gym on its head. And maybe it's like using science to prove that hey, going to the gym three times a week is actually unhealthy for you if you want to live to be 150. And if you're looking to like do anti-aging stuff, only go once a week. And then, and then you start to get conflicted, right? And then you just scrap your whole routine that you wrote out for yourself. And then you're searching for a different one, but then you go back to the original one you had. So I think for me, I experience a lot of that, like with my podcast, for example. And I think you'll be able to relate to this as well. So I'm always having different, I guess, just with content in general, like content on social media, on the internet in general. Um, I, I often get conflicted, right? I, I think like, okay, I'd like to do, let's say an episode a week. And then I build that up in my mind and figure out a whole system on how to do that. Right. And then figure out all, okay, my life will be better because I'll do this. I'll achieve these goals. It'll be good. And then maybe I'll go back against that. Right. And I'll, I'll start thinking like, Oh, well, um, you know, I'm not the greatest podcaster right now. And really when I look 
at my life long term. I got a lot of time to be doing this. So right now, if I'm feeling a little bit of stress, trying to do one podcast a week or two a week, whatever that goal that I had is, then I go back against it and say, oh, you know, maybe, maybe it's okay if I like did two months without doing a podcast. Maybe that's what I need, right? So there's always conflicting ideas in different angles. And, you know, it's just, I, I feel like a struggle to stick to one thing in yeah. terms of like um, path, pathways set out to, to achieve things, even just within content and creating. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get I get what you I get, I get what you mean. I think like with that, we all kind of have that within us, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like we all kind of have those kind of personal kind of inner challenge like inner challenges. Yeah, you know, kind of you know, within us as people. And we all kind of have our own um challenges within. And I find, you know, with what you're talking about, like for me, what 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 works for me is that if I do something, say, um, work out or, or post an episode or, or do this. For me, I, I feel, you know, within, you know, within myself, it makes me feel good. It makes right. me feel good. Oh, without you a know? doubt. Yeah. Even doing this, it makes me mm-hmm. feel great because yeah. we're doing it and you're putting that action into it. Whereas if I don't, it's the flip side. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't feel good. And I, I, I feel I feel like sometimes drained, you know, yeah. negative, flat. Um, you know, these these kind of negative emotions for not doing mm-hmm. it. And then the, the dangerous thing about that is okay, the next day comes along and you don't do those things that you meant yeah. to do the day before. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like a domino effect. So you just go Yeah. And then that can leak into a week or you know, months and it's it's i find being aware of that you know that's what works for me mm-hmm. um you know knowing what makes you feel good if you do it and what doesn't and being aware of that like so yeah i think just kind of being self-aware about that and where mm-hmm. you're at and we can all get into ruts as people we can all get into routines but i think if you kind of do that little thing and it makes you feel good it makes you want to do more of it mm-hmm. and and as well with, you know, the content that we make, a lot of people are going to benefit from the stuff that you put out. Right. And a lot of people, you know, hopefully going to benefit from this and the things mm-hmm. I put out. And I think what I thought about sometimes is that you put out content and you might get feedback. People saying yeah. that's great. And, and that makes you want to feel good. And sometimes if we don't make it or if we don't do certain stuff, we can probably feel like negative because people out there need it and you don't know what other people are, mm. are going through do you know what i mean so that kind of yeah i totally know what you mean it, it's that for sure. it's that kind of balancing act with it all yeah that's the whole thing man right that that's like what i'm trying to get at within myself is to strike that balance and i i think that i'm close to like really understanding it and mm. <laughs> i don't know if that's the same naivety naivete however you pronounce yeah. that i don't know if that's me being naive just like i was in high school thinking that i could write out the perfect weekly routine and actually follow through with it in reality there's always going to be something that you don't do like i was explaining right yeah. so i don't know if it's naive of me now to start to think again that i can 
create and develop a sort of perfect optimal life in a sense i know that sounds very naive saying like oh i can i have all the knowledge to create a perfect life but hear me out right like i i do actually believe that throughout the experience i've had trying to create that like perfect day perfect day perfect month perfect Mm. perfect week like Mm. stacking like the domino effect like you said but in the the upward trajectory right not like a downwards we all know that's real we all know that downward spiral is real that you keep putting something Mm. off it just gets harder and harder to do you feel Mm. worse and worse about it so if that's true obviously the other way is true as well right Mm. if you do something over and over again and that momentum just goes upwards and things get easier and better for you as well and you get more positive more happy you feel more gratitude you get more money right all that is true on the upward trajectory as well as the downward trajectory. And yeah, man, I just, I truly feel like I'm close to, or maybe I'm here right now and that I can develop and just have a very good daily, weekly, monthly routine that Hmm. just day in, day out is continuing to put me in a better place in life. And I'm just feeling that upward momentum and I'm never allowing any bit of downward momentum to come in. And I'm just doing one thing after another, no matter how small. And I think that's the key actually, is to focus on the small things to get that upward momentum going. Cause you have some big goal. And if you can't quite achieve that, that might start the downward spiral, right? So it's, mm. it's gotta be little things that you can achieve. And I think with that approach and with that knowledge, I, uh, personally, I feel very good about, um, just going forward day in, day out and feeling really good knowing that, and just feeling that upward trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And I think as well with that is what you said, you know, noting the small things. And I think, yeah. What, you know, when you say like, you know, throughout your day, the tasks that you're doing or things like that you know, it's looking at like the things that we have done, isn't it? The things that you have done in your day, mm-hmm. even though you care, you might not have got all the things done, but look at like the things that you have done. And it's like I said, those small things do make a massive difference. Mm. Um, somebody told me a quote and it's like, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Or oh, something wow. like that. I, d- yeah. I don't know who, I don't know who said that. Somebody did say yeah. that. Um, so that, that kind of comes in my mind sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the compound effect as well, For which sure. I, I saw you, you got it, you got it on one of your books mm-hmm. and somebody talked about it to me. And I think that's, that's pretty effective, you know, that, that kind of small 1%, you know, that, mm-hmm. that small push, you know, each day kind of slowly builds. And I think, you know, we do need to kind of like look at that small things and, you know, how you start your day, as somebody said, like how you start your day kind of then builds that momentum. Like if you have a negative thought, that's going to then knock on to the next thing mm-hmm. but like the, the you know the small things and being grateful you know gratitude is key yes. isn't it like you when you when you 100 man mm-hmm. I, I saw a guy what's his name oh, is it brett brett something he's on he's mm-hmm. like a, a bit like gary v and he okay. said he said i've done all these courses i've been around all these people who you know um neuroscience and all of this stuff yeah and then what it comes down to in the end is gratitude mm. And that's, and that's what he said at the end. And I was like, wow. 
Yeah, I, I think I'm understanding that more and more too. And it's not something that was ever like taught to me very clearly as a child or in school or from parents or society, really. You know, you hear like cliche things like be grateful, be thankful, but it's, it, it was, it never really resonated or made sense to me why, like, obviously, yeah, say thank you, say please, like that stuff is basic understanding, but I never really understood the power of like, just being grateful for the things that you're doing, like within yourself, right? Like expressing gratitude, I guess, to yourself in a way or to the world or to everything. And that I think is a great way to allow your allow yourself some mental clarity and calmness hmm. to go through the day-to-day things and be patient, right? Because that's, I think, a big thing too. Patience comes into the picture as well, especially in terms of, of uh, like achieving things and creating things. I, for me, this whole conversation, I think that's like the underlying thing I'm trying to sort out uh, when I'm speaking and, and just in general, what I've been thinking lately is like to just can consistently work on something, work on things, work on everything that sets me up for success day to day, week to week, and in the long term as well. Hmm. Right. And so that there are the things that come into that, right? Like having that balance in life is one thing that we talked about balancing you know, making income in the day-to-day, the weekly, but then also not just sacrificing everything to pay the bills so that two years, five years from now, however, you know, into the future, you're really no better off because you weren't working on anything else than paying the bills of the month, right? And then years go by, you're still just paying those monthly bills. You're not working towards like greater wealth or greater things like that. So there's that sort of balance, And then, okay, how to go through with that balance, right? You set up the perfect routine that you think would achieve that balance for you. So you have the right amount of work and like mundane day-to-day tasks. So you're dealing with all the human stuff that we got to deal with. But then you also have that amount of, you, you know, you're not sacrificing whenever it is you feel like you're doing your best thinking or you're not sacrificing the time to do a podcast, to edit videos, work on those long-term things, right? So you've struck that balance. And then to go through with that routine without getting so distracted like we do and without losing yourself and losing connection to that, then you kind of have the tactical things that we're now talking talking about, right? Like um, gratitude is a very tactical approach to consistently doing the things that you know you need to be doing, mm. right? You need to be grateful so that you feel that upward trajectory you feel that momentum go in a positive way and then there's patience as well right to to go through with those long-term ideas and to go through with your day-to-day tasks and to work towards that you need to have the patience and what helps patience is having gratitude and and so patience and gratitude what's what's something else just as i'm speaking this out loud well what 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 are some other like sort of tactical approaches that you're thinking of in terms of like keeping yourself at bay and like keeping yourself on the right path and not feeling overwhelmed by things, not feeling let down. And I guess tactical approaches to getting through those uncomfortable situations to continuously move up 
slowly but surely, right? We got, you know, the balance, yeah. the gratitude, the patience, you know. Yeah. I think, I think you know, they're, they're really key ways and, and good kind of like tactical ways of thinking and, you know, living as a person. And I think, like you mm -hmm. said, we need that kind of, you know, we need goals. We need, right. you know, I, I, I think personally we need to have goals. I think we mm -hmm. need to have some kind of dream, whatever that dream is. Yeah. You know, if somebody wants to, I don't know, have, if somebody wants to, you know, completely we redecorate the house, you know, that, mm -hmm. that's a goal. That's, that might be somebody's dream you mm -hmm. know? And that, you know, they're personal to all of us. But I think another tactical, like I say, say approach is um, reflection mm. is pretty, pretty powerful because right. I think like you said, we're so busy grinding. We're so busy working mm -hmm. to get to the next stage. And then when we look back, you know, situations that we coped really well in that might have been really difficult, you kind of put that to the now or whatever might be going on. You think, mm. I, I can deal with this because I dealt with that however long yeah. ago. And sometimes, like, we forget that. I mean, I, I do. And sometimes, like, you know, you might be in a work situation that's stressful. But in the past, you might have had something that was 100 times more stressful. <laughs> right. So that kind of gives you that kind of, I think, self-belief and that kind mm -hmm. of clarity to then do whatever it is you need to do in that situation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that helps with the upward momentum as well, right? You're looking back at the steps that you've taken to get there. Yeah. That, that is very key for sure. I think gratitude comes into that as well, right? When you're looking back at those things, you express gratitude for those experiences too. Yeah. And then it clearly, you can see how that's helped you get, to where you are and how that'll help you get to the next step too right yeah yeah no it's the things we're talking about are so important and i think like mm -hmm. school doesn't prepare you for you know school yeah. just gets i have nothing nothing against school system at all but there are certain elements in school that don't teach you the life skills so to speak or that uh -huh. kind of common sense you just have to kind of fall into the the pool if that makes sense yeah. and you find yeah. out you find out how to swim along the way. Yeah, definitely. Now, how about how about patience and mm. like long term thinking, right? That that's something that seems quite hard sometimes. Well, I guess for me personally, I, I feel like it comes quite naturally and seems easy. But then to then to actually like act out right and like actually be patient about it right mm -hmm. like i can have long-term thinking all day long and think about and see myself where i could be in 10 years but then to actually have that patience in like time's going to pass regardless mm. right but your perception of time will be different depending on if you're patient or impatient or if you're stressed or uns you know or or not stressed and and so that that's a whole that, that's a whole nother animal to, to kind of tackle and to fix and to contend with. So yeah. Whoa. Patience, man. Long-term <laughs> thinking. And <laughs> yeah, I, it's something I struggled with. Mm -hmm. Something I, I'm just kind of getting on top of really. I, 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 to be honest, I think lockdown helped me with patience and mm. podcasting helped mm -hmm. me with patience and learning you know yeah podcasting's 
help me with patience and trying to look at the process of things because mm-hmm. as, as a as a person me personally i like to hit the ground running i like to be confident let's go mm-hmm. and yeah you know let's get those results straight away mm-hmm. but life doesn't always work like that and mm-hmm. i've been you know up till about 20 so yeah literally like, like in the last year mm-hmm. i've kind of most of the years i've just been impatient you know yeah. and that kind of we're like two stones are grinding together you know just wanting mm-hmm. whatever it is straight away mm-hmm. and you know that might have been down to how i grew up but you know what you know it's getting your needs met isn't it we all want to get our needs met true that, that's a good way of putting it yeah and when that doesn't happen, you know, we can think, what's going on? But yeah. I, I feel a lot more patient now mm-hmm. than I, I, I have done previously. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, you know, kind of podcasting and, and just learning about the process kind of kept me grounded and just understanding that things don't happen overnight. Exactly. Yeah. It's difficult. It, it is difficult. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I feel very similar in in the sense that during this past year, six months, however long I've started to understand what it is like to be patient. Cause it's, again, it's one of those things you can say like, Oh, be patient, have patience. But then to actually like feel patient, I think means that, like you said, you feel like your needs are being met and you feel content so that you can just like sit back, do your things, do your work, do your stuff. And then just, be okay with just you do it you put it out there you go to bed you have another day tomorrow right another at bat right it's just over and over again and once you get in that groove you can really just be patient and ties into reflection like you're saying as well all these things tie into each other now um i had another thought there so i think that if you do have this just proper routine and proper things that you're doing and you're writing out the tasks you completed in this day. Again, the upward trajectory, right? Step-by-step step going up, up the ladder, positive momentum that helps with patience too, right? You, you, especially like when, when there's less stresses, right? Let's say just as long as you're, you're paying your bills, right? As long as you're like eating consistently, you deal with like those sorts of things, the basic human um, needs, right? You're not stretching yourself out too much and not getting into debt and those sorts of things. I think that helps with patience. That's like a baseline thing that helps with patience and something that I've struggled with as well, Mm. right? There's Mm. certain times when money has been good and things have been good in that sense, right? That helps me have more patience. But then when times get a bit more stressful and it's like, I don't know what I'm doing for work. I don't know this and that. And I have to like figure things out, or maybe I have to move or, live in a different place or those sorts of things will cause me to be impatient because you're like stressed you're trying to figure out right there's that uncertainty so Mm -hmm. if you can like cover that basis that'll really help with patience and then when you are patient that'll really help with continuing on your path to achieving whatever it is you're set out to achieve right Mm. yeah no i agree i think you know, as long as we've got, the, as, as long as we've got those kind of core kind of needs met, I think mm-hmm. it keeps us more grounded. And but then also doing that along with knowing that you're like 
working on your long-term goals mm. too, right? Your, your really ambitious goals as well, having that combined. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think when, like, when you are working alongside what you're doing and then you're doing that thing on the side mm-hmm. and then you see the momentum just, you know, kind of burning, you know, that building, mm-hmm. it gives you that kind of like, it makes you feel good because you're doing X, Y, Z and you're doing mm-hmm. the other X, Y, Z as well alongside that. And, you know, it's kind of keeping those turbines moving. Right. Yeah, I, I, fueling, fueling yourself, right? Just, mm-hmm. mm. Yeah, no, I know exactly. I had a, I had a thought a second ago, Mike, um, to do what we're talking about. Yeah. So I can remember. Um, see, you know, thoughts going really fast. That's exactly, yeah. <laughs> but, I'll, um, I'll throw in one thing. Uh, Gary Vee, to quote him, right? Uh, micro speed, macro patience, right? Mm. I think that's a real thing. So like in the day-to-day, you're doing a lot, you're achieving a lot. But then like long-term, you're just very patient with the results. You're not trying to force anything and you're okay with things taking a long time. But in the day-to-day, you're like ambitious, getting things done. That's that's it too. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mm-hmm. agree. I think, I think that's a really good point. That's a really good point. And I think like it can be difficult because the world that we live in now, is, this is what I remember, um, okay. is like, you know, gratification. Yeah, we we like we live in a world where you can click a button and you can get a parcel the next day. Mm-hmm. Which is great, but yeah, I think we we get so caught up in all these little things of instant gratification is that that can kind of make patience more difficult if we're caught up mm-hmm. in that loop because mm-hmm. we're not getting you know you're not getting those those instant results straight away. Um, so I think, like you said, we need to be so no, that's where self-discipline comes in properly as well. You know, we yeah, self-discipline. Yeah, that, that's, that's, I'm glad you brought up that self-discipline because <laughs> yeah. we're kind of like piecing things together here, right? In terms yeah, of, yeah. I guess, just life in general. I think mm. that is probably the final piece to this, right? We got like balance, we got routine, momentum, mm. patience, gratitude, reflection. Yeah, yeah. Self-discipline, I think, is that final piece that you really need to cultivate to mm. get you through it all. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely something that that you know is key, isn't it? And I think that's something that I've been yeah. thinking about a lot recently. And I saw a quote. Let's see if I can find it on the internet. Um, it was mm-hmm. by uh, founder, you know, founder. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was like a discipline quote. It said something like, "Without dis- without self discipline, there's no success," or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love a. Uh how Jocko Willink puts it, right? Mm. Discipline equals freedom. And, and that, yeah. you know, I think is, I think is very true. You know, just, just like really how, just, just like how um, seeking discomfort, doing uncomfortable things will lead to you being comfortable, right? There's, there's a dichotomy to all of this stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's, what, I think that's the bottom line of it. I think yeah. that discipline is the bottom line of everything. Yeah. You can have all those other things in place, but if you're not disciplined, then th- those other things aren't going to kind of pull that thing forward. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is it- yeah, it's, uh, it's like the foundation to it all. 
but then also it's the the end result of it all as well right mm -hmm. so it's the beginning and the end so what i mean by that is you need that self-discipline to start the process but then also um when you're on the process when you're doing those things that you're telling yourself to do then that fuels more self-discipline and then with mm. that self-discipline you use that to do the next thing which once you complete creates more self-discipline so it's like the beginning and the end right mm. no i like that no mm -hmm. definitely there's there's a quote i just saw and it's uh on by you know, founder the is it a page founder is it a company is it a founder yeah there, there's a quote that they've gone it says discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishment mm. and then people fail to achieve mastery not because they aren't talented but because they aren't disciplined that was okay. dan dan pink yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah i think uh that's exactly it right like if it's the bridge it's kind of like from point a to point b right like i said it's like the beginning and the end right it's what what gets you there and what gets you to the next place at the same time right i, I yeah. think that is the that's the foundational piece to this all and and honestly man i'm gonna i think i'm gonna go back with this and sort of write out yeah all these things and how they've connected to each other because i do see it all as like this big circle like a sphere mm. right and it's, mm. it's just the whole process of I don't know if being human, you could mm. say maybe like it's it's a process to something and it definitely makes you feel like we, we wouldn't be like discussing this whole thing no. if this didn't seem like the path that you want to be on as a human, right? Obviously, you're born into this world, you just like live life as a human, but we're not like animals, right? We've got to actually mm. put thought into our lives and thought into what we want to achieve and there's got to be a purpose to our life, right? And we have to discover that and then actively work on that purpose. And so we wouldn't be discussing all these things if we didn't feel like inside of this all, inside of these processes and routines and disciplines and patience and long-term vision and creativity inside of all this stuff mm. must be like the purpose or, or at least what, what we should be doing as human beings kind of thing, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I totally agree. I totally agree. And I think like we kind of, like you said, we come into this world and we have to kind of figure it out, you know, mm -hmm. figure it out along the way. And it's almost like somebody hands, like we come into this world, this is the kind of way I see it just now. You come into this world and somebody hands you like a big tangled up ball of string <laughs> and they're like, oh, here you go, figure it out. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay. <laughs> and then you're just going along. And I think as you go along and you have kind of conversations like this and mm -hmm. you, you experience certain things, that kind of ball of string just kind of thing. I think we kind of unloosen it, don't we? Mm -hmm. Kind of unloosen it bit by bit as we go along. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And yeah. I don't think we ever untangle that ball of string completely. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we might. Mm -hmm. And then- In certain life areas, right? Yeah, and then yeah. life goes, yeah, here's another one. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, cool. But that's actually a good thing, right? Because without that, then it's just, then you finish, right? And then you're complete. Yeah. You're like, okay, I did it. And that's it, right? So there's there's always going to be like more complexity added to it and stuff mm. like that. And I would even argue going very like 
very deep with this, I would say that even like the end of your life doesn't mean that you've like, I don't know if you're using that string analogy or something like that, just like a, a ball of complexity in essence, right? A ball of strings like that. It, you could just say that's a ball of complexity and chaos and order and all, everything. Mm. And so I don't think that life is just like you start out, you get handed all this complexity and different things. And then you go through, try to figure that out. And then when your life's done, when your life's over, then it's like complete. I, I would even argue like that's even that isn't the end of it, right? There's like always going and there's always something, even if yeah. like your kind of human life and not to get too like deep on that, but I don't know. I don't think it's just like you're born and then you die. I think there's even more to that. So hmm. um <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I think the, the it's always a tangled up ball I guess yeah. and you never just unravel it all there's always a new thing there's always mm. another step another process mm. yeah no I, I agree I think yeah we could go down a whole other rabbit hole with that true it's um <laughs> it's it's uh I think you know if you in terms of like you know energy that I mean, we can mm-hmm. go into one area it's like energy spirituality and everything else that will go one way and then you, I think as well you know in our lives on the other side of it it's okay you know people will live and then they die but some people are like yeah it's that kind of legacy that you live that you know when you see is it like you know for example uh Walt Disney yeah okay for example he had this vision he created you know disney yeah he's 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 gone physically Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the spirit of kind of what he's created is probably going to always be there yeah that that kind of side of it exactly and everyone understands that right you don't that's not even like spiritual that's like no this guy's dead and you can have no thoughts in religion or be totally atheistic but still admit that there's like some part of him that's alive in a sense, because what he created is here for us. Right. Mm. That's like, everyone will agree with that because it's real. We see it. Right. But I would even say there's even like beyond that. And in some way, like his sort of energy or something is still like present, even more than just like what he created is still here. I would say like what he is in a sense is still here. And that's just one example, but all the greats of history, right? When we Mm -hmm. read about what they wrote or what people wrote about them or what they did, or like you said, go to Disneyland or watch Mickey Mouse, right? Mm -hmm. That's like their spirit is still there. And so I think that perspective actually ties into what we're talking about, because if you have that perspective, it's pretty easy to dismantle fears or doubts or, be worried about failure, be worried about these silly, like human things, right? When you're thinking on such a big, like cosmic scale, it's pretty simple to like to diminish your silly fears or silly doubts Mm. and to just go through with, with your path and just say, well, this is what I'm here to do right now. Let's just Mm. keep going and see where it takes me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, wow. it, it feels it feels very nice to articulate these things in such a way. It gives definitely yeah. gives you clarity, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it definitely. Yeah, it's amazing. It is, and I think uh, you need more people thinking and talking in this manner, 
You know what mm. I mean? Like, cause it definitely leads to something. It leads to you as an individual doing better, doing, or at least feeling like you're doing what you're meant to do. Mm. Um, it leads to collectively groups of people feeling like they're connected to something. Mm. And man, I think that purpose, I guess, is yeah. maybe the last piece to the whole thing. Right. Mm. Yeah. And we kind of started, I think, talking about that, right. I was saying like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like all these different things I want to create. And I feel like these ideas have been with me since childhood kind of thing. And that's kind of how we started this conversation. So I think that's really the, the overarching mm. connector to everything, even beyond self-discipline is like having purpose, right. And feeling yeah. connected to purpose. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think we kind of went like kind of full circle through right. each the kind of things that kind of we all kind of have as people. Mm-hmm. And when it comes back put to purpose, I I think like I was thinking recently, like if something isn't making you feel uncomfortable, or you know, if if something isn't making you feel a certain way, there's a reason why. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're doing something that's uncomfortable, there's a reason why mm-hmm. you're going to grow from it. If something is energizing you there's a reason why mm-hmm. and that can kind of be tied into our purpose like right you know doing say doing a podcast or making content i sometimes get more gratification from doing that and i'm energized more from doing that mm-hmm. and being paid you know being paid to do a job i don't like mm-hmm. and i think yeah. that kind of like when you kind of tie into your purpose and you find out what that is or you or something that's kind of within that purpose mm-hmm. you you kind of just want to share you know you kind of want to yeah spread that you want to help other people find their purpose and i mean christ like we you, you know some people find out what their purpose is soon as soon as they're in school mm-hmm. they know what they want right. to do they know what they want to be some people find out when they're like 50 years old they mm-hmm. don't realize they want you know want to be the president or the you know true ceo yeah. And I think that yeah. is kind of what we're all seeking deep down as a human being is purpose and, you know, that kind of reasoning and who we, who we really are and what it is that we want to do and, mm-hmm. and the kind of people that we want to be around, you know, it all kind of ties into lots of different things. Yeah. It's definitely achievable too, right? Like it's, you can definitely tap into feeling connected to a, to a bigger purpose, you know, in many different respects, right? Like, I feel like I am, you know, I have a purpose to contribute to many different areas of life, right? Like I, I, podcasting is one that's really easy for me to latch onto. And again, it's like, yeah, society needs more conversations like this. It needs more creative thinking. And so that gives me a huge sense of purpose, mm. but then also there's other things, right? There's purpose that I find in connecting with family members like my grandfather or other people which is totally unrelated well it's still kind of related to what my purpose would be with like podcasting but it's in a whole different domain right so your purpose will kind of come about in many different aspects of life and I think it's very doable to tap into that purpose often and all Mm -hmm. the time right and just to have that as your as your north star the thing that guides you through yeah no i agree and i think we all kind of should you know work out what our purpose is and and keep Mm -hmm. on doing things in order to find it and 
I think I think as well. Sometimes people seek purpose through doing. I don't know. There's a flip side to it. You know, people can do mm. things externally because they think that's their purpose. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's within ourselves. But sometimes we have to do. Mm. I think we have to do things externally to then find it. Does that make sense? We kind of. Yeah. That... Definitely. It's like a. You know, I think that can be exemplified in like a spiritual pilgrimage that someone maybe goes to India, right? They feel like there's, they need to like do something to get connected to their purpose and they go Mm. visit some Buddhist temple, right? And then they're like, okay, now I found my purpose, right? That, that kind of like, I think represents Mm. that idea that often you got to go on like this big journey or just go and do things one after another, like set a goal and go look for something there and go on like a pilgrimage, go adventure, go travel, go somewhere new and out there in the world, somewhere else, you'll find something, you'll find something out about the world and hopefully you'll find something out about yourself that you can then use as, okay, I've found my true purpose or I am more on the path to finding my purpose. Mm. Yeah. No, no, completely, completely. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to touch (laughs) (laughs) by? No, I think that uh, definitely gives me a strong sense of purpose, just talking about all these things. Yeah. It makes me feel quite grounded and and content and patient Mm. and grateful. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, no, exactly. Um, I I feel the same and I'm completely grateful and humbled you know to connect with you and you know be able to talk mm-hmm. like this and have this podcast and conversation you know and um yeah it, it, it does definitely give you food for thought doesn't it? it makes you think it makes you realize a lot when you kind of go into these kind of things because yeah you know we're all kind of on a we're all connected we're all on our own little journey and mm-hmm. it's big kind of journey aren't we that makes sense <laughs> huge journey <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah the biggest man yeah, that totally makes sense and uh, great, great conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I don't know what more I could say, really. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah where, where can people find you on like social media, like mm. uh, your podcast? Yeah, I guess I should address that as well. I kind of rebranded my podcast a little bit. Like I started out, I almost like it is very small at this point. I haven't done much for the podcast, but still even during the last four months, I've learned a lot about how I want to approach things, how I want to do things. And so I started by calling it the JP bar podcast. And the Mm. JP bar is like a logo that my grandfather made to brand his cattle and just kind of like the family logo. And it was kind of passed down from him to my dad, to myself. And it's just kind of, you know, all of our names started with the J, our first name, and last name started with a P. So the JP and then just the line underneath. And so anyways, I called my podcast that from the start. And then I, I, I kind of didn't like the way it sounded or the way it flowed. So I'm changing it to the Plumley podcast, which is my mm. last name. And I think it just flows a bit better, sounds better. So the Plumley podcast is from now on what my podcast is called and where people can find my content. That's Mm. Uh, P-L-U-M-L-E-Y, the Plumley podcast. And the logo, I'm still using that JP Bar logo, that family logo, but I decided to just 
just to change the name a little bit. So that's, uh, yeah, yeah. that's where I'm at with my content and with my stuff. But yeah, the Plumley podcast is from here on out going to be like the, the, the name, the title that people will be able to search Google, Instagram, and, and to find my, my content and stuff. So, yeah, no, it's awesome. And um, yeah. I think it's great, you know, that you're just doing, you know, you're listening to yourself, you're just doing, you know, what you think is right, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I, I think it's a great job, you know, what you're doing. And I, I you know, I really like your content. Mm. And um, yeah, I wish you all the best on what you're doing. Yeah, I appreciate that a lot, man. And uh, you, uh, you, you're one of like my early connections with podcasting. So yeah, I think just going forward, I'll continue to value this, uh, this podcasting connection that you and I have. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. same here. I'm, I'm really grateful for it. And um, you know, I look forward to being back on your podcast next time if, if you ever want to do it again. Yeah, definitely, man. I think many more to come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but no, it's been great talking to you, but um, have a great day where you're at. Yeah. Or where yeah. All right. Thanks, man. No. All the best, man. Yeah. Take care, guys. See you soon. Hi there. I'd just like to say a massive thank you for listening to my podcast. I really hope that my podcast has a positive impact and provides positive value to you and your life. I'm also a certified and accredited life coach and I'm offering free discovery call consultations up to 15 minutes. And through these calls, I will touch base with you and see where you're at in your current situation. And as a life coach, I can help you in areas with, you know, mental health, anxiety, depression, goal setting, relationship coaching, and, you know, many other areas of life. So if you're interested in having a free consultation, please get in touch at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com, or you can reach me on LinkedIn with the name Adam Parr or my Instagram at positivity94 so if you're interested in having a consultation and you know you're at a place in your life where you know you're wanting to reach out for help um, please get in touch and um, I'll be happy to to help you Um, have a great day and um, all the best take care